Okay, please find a comfortable and relaxed posture. Keep your back straight as much as you can. And gently close your eyes. Take a few deep, long breaths. And relax your body. Get comfortable with your posture. Slowly, bring your attention to this moment. Let's think, this beautiful morning, you all are here sitting in front of the Buddha as a noble friends we are going to have a beautiful time with yourself maybe you are having a long week your mind is busy many things But in this moment, keep that everything behind you. This is the time to experience some peace. Therefore, be grateful for this moment, your commitment, your dedication. With the thoughts, let's start our practice. Again, make sure to relax your body. And mindfully listening to the sound of the singing ball, then we can start our practice. With your relaxed and peaceful mind, wish to yourself, May I be content. May I be patient. May I be skillful. May I learn to care for myself with joy and ease.
while you are repeating the words feel the meaning and make a determination to apply the meanings to your daily life it is our self loving kindness practice also if you find one interesting words through my guidance you can keep repeat it to yourself with kind and compassion may i learn to forgive and accept myself may i be well in mind and body may i be strong and healthy mentally and physically now imagine a person who really close to you or who really wants to bless maybe some of your best friend or your parents or someone special to you imagine that person's face with your beautiful pure heart send your blessings towards your special person may my special loved one be well be happy be peaceful may he or she be strong and healthy mentally and physically
think may my loved ones, all my family members be well. May they be happy. May they be peaceful. May they be able to care of themselves happily. Now we can extend our loving thoughts towards all the living beings and also your difficult ones if you have any. May all the living beings be safe and protected. May they be able to find peaceful and healthy environments. May they be able to take care of themselves happily. May my difficult ones be filled with loving kindness. May they be well in mind and body. May they be able to find noble friends and noble guidance. Having loving motivational thoughts towards yourself, slowly bring your attention to your breath. And just allows your body to breathe naturally. Keep your mind on the top of your nose, tip of your nose. and mindfully paying attention on your inner and outer breath. If you are having any distractions, just know you are having thoughts and slowly you can come back to your breath. Let's start our practice. Breathe in mindfully. 
without mind, without thinking future or past. Whenever you are having distractions, you can take a deep breath. Again, slowly come back to your breathing process.
Now observe your mind, observe your body. You might having a peaceful and relaxed time. Or maybe today your practice is different than other days. But don't worry, it is always different and changing. It is part of our practice. And also this morning, you can think about how important your life is. Many millions of people don't have time like you. They can find a time to stay with themselves, to practice something like you. You are here sitting peacefully, practicing meditation. It is beautiful. Therefore, you can be grateful for many things in your life. In this moment, maybe you can imagine a one thing that you are really grateful. Maybe to your parents, maybe someone is special to you. And be grateful for those people. And also, be grateful for your practice. We all need many thousand of people like you to make this world colorful and beautiful. This practice will help you to make many people like you. You are a noble friend. As a noble friends, you always trying to take care of others, help others, share this beautiful message, your practice. Please think about it very deeply and be grateful for this moment. Now please bring your hands together in front of your heart. Make a strong determination to apply this practice to your daily life. May peace be with you. May all the living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Thank you so much. <clears throat> okay, let's start our chanting practice, page number four. Namo tassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhas buddhan saranangachami 
ಗಚ್ಛಾಮಿ ಸಂಘಂಗಚ್ಛಾಮಿ ದ್ವಿತೀಯಂಪಿ ದ್ವಿತೀಯಂಪಿ ಸಂಘಂಗಚ್ಛಾಮಿ ತೀಯಂಪಿ ಬುಧಂಗಚ್ಛಾಮಿ ತೀಯಂಪಿ ತೀಯಂಪಿ ಸಂಘಂಗಚ್ಛಾಮಿ ಅನಿಚ್ಛಾವತ್ ಉಪಾಜಿತ್ವಾಜ್ಯಂತಿ ಸಂಗೂಪಸುಖೋ ಸಭ್ಯ ಸತ್ತೇರಂತು ಸಭ್ಯಸತ್ತಜ್ಜಂತು ಸಭ್ಯಸತ್ತುಖಿಯತ್ತರಿಧರಂತು ಮನೋಪುಬ್ಬಂಗಮಾದಮ್ಮ ಮನ್ವೇತಿ ಚಕ್ಕಂಗಪದ ಮನೋಪುಬ್ಬಂಗಮ ಮನೋಸೆಟ್ಟ ಮನೋ ಮನಸಾಚೆ ಪಸನ್ನ ಭಾಸತಿ ಮನ್ವೇತಿ ಛಾಯಿ one should i this speak or act suffering follows caused by that as does the wheel follow the axis hole mind is the foreign of all states mind is chief mind made are they if with a clear and confident mind one should i this speak or act happiness follows caused by that we believe we believe in generosity towards others we believe generosity has many levels think generously speak generously act generously we believe generosity is the heart of our spiritual practice and this practice allows us to become more open accepting and forgiving we believe extended generosity to ourselves and others with our feeling division my wish 
May I become at all times, both now and forever, a protector for those without protection, a guide for those who have lost their way, a ship for those with an ocean to cross, a sanctuary for those in danger, a lamp for those without light, a place of refuge for those who lack shelter, and a servant to all in need. By means of this meritorious deed, Okay, good morning everyone. How are you today? It's very happy to see many people and uh, thanks so much for being here. And I hope you are having a beautiful week. So today, um, I notice whenever I do Saturday talks, there's something interesting happening in my life. Maybe in the country or in the environment, maybe in my life. So, uh, today I was I'm thinking to talk about gratitude, gratefulness. So you will find out why I'm talking about gratefulness. Um, because um, today it is a very special day for me. I will tell you later why it is. And um, so, what do you think about gratitude, gratefulness? What you are grateful for? Yes, me too. <laughs> what else? What do you say? Yes, your practice. Family. Yes, breath. Anything? Yes, shelter. Yes, sunshine. Sorry? Health. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there are so many we can grateful for. And uh, uh, when I'm doing meditation, maybe you notice, in the end I, I kind of remind you to think about gratefulness because you are here sitting peacefully. Many people, they can't find time like this. You are very, very fortunate. And even though in this, in this country, um, people don't have maybe temple like this. And many people I know uh, come to here from many uh, long distance and they come to here once in a while, but they are worrying because they can't come weekly. I know many people. And so, I think among those old people, you are very lucky. You are very fortunate to have a temple like this. Also, I am very lucky to have like you people. Okay? And I came many miles, thousands of miles away from here to uh, do something beautiful in this country. So, I am really grateful for that. So. Many people are asking, Bhante, what is the first teaching of the Buddha? Maybe if I ask, if I ask you this question, you might have many, many, many answers. So, um, maybe um, you read Buddha's life. Maybe not. When we uh, look into the Buddha's life, after Buddha's enlightenment, Buddha spent seven weeks in seven different locations. The first week, Maybe you know about the tree, Bodhi tree. Do you know the tree? So we have a small tree at the temple. So now it is outside. When you go outside, you can see it right next to the Buddhist statue over there, the little, little tree. So we have a bonsai tree. But Bodhi tree is very huge. If you, when you go to Sri Lanka, you can see every temple. It is very huge. So I remember when I was a little monk, I used to go to uh, around the Bodhi tree I studied early in the morning. It is very peaceful area and really calm. You, it, it can bring peacefulness within second. So, uh, Bodhi tree is very special, very important. So, what is very special? This tree was a shelter for Buddha. Buddha was sitting under the tree. Buddha was practicing meditation. Uh, it was a shelter from uh, wind, rain and everything. It was a home for Buddha. So after Buddha's enlightenment, Buddha was thinking, this tree was a home for me, it was a shelter for me. I can feed this tree, I can bring with me, because this is a tree, the tree can think, I should have to do something. Do you know about this story? No. <laughs> okay, then what Buddha did, Buddha stood 
in front of the tree, Buddha was respecting to the tree while he was uh, reminding all the teachings that he understood, that, that he uh, observed, observed during the enlightenment. He was paying attention and respecting to the tree. So that's how Buddha respect to, the, respect to that tree. That is the Buddha's first teaching. What is that? Gratitude, gratefulness. So it is very important. So we all are humans, and most humans, they don't have this quality. Sometimes they forgot their past. They don't even remember who helped them. They don't even want to think. And uh, even though uh, when, when they practice meditation, they, they don't even uh, practice their loving kindness towards them. But you are here for, because of many people, maybe because of your parents, because they didn't give up you. Maybe you are teachers, maybe you are someone special to you. So, I am here also because of my, definitely for my parents and also teachers, even though Bhante Sujata is here, but he's in Sri Lanka these days. So, many people support me to come to here, come to this seat and also to talk. And um, I am grateful for them all. Why? 2002, July 9th, 20 years ago, I became a monk. So, today I am uh, celebrating my 20th year being a monk. Also, <laughs> thank you. And also, Bhante Bhadya, he is downstairs. <laughs> Maybe you can tell him congratulations too later. So we both became monks same day. And uh, so when I think about the uh, last 20 years, uh, many, many stories came to my mind. Uh, so I was kind of thinking, what should I have to tell? Because there are so much to tell. Uh, many, many beautiful stories, memories, and some difficult times, but they are all really wonderful that I learned. I remember the first day uh, I went to temple, 2001. It was uh, February 9th. I went to the temple early in the morning. So a uh, different monk, he introduced me to our home temple. Um, but now he's in uh, Las Vegas. Uh, then, uh, uh, but before I came to my temple, I stayed three nights in Bhante Amita's home. So that time I didn't know him. So maybe you know Bhante Amita, he's also in the temple. So um, I stayed two nights his his home. Also, he was in, in my home temple. He was waiting to be a monk. Then, um, then I, um, I get to know, I, I already um, know about Bhante Amit then afterward. Then uh, I went to temple. Then I stayed there almost 20 years, then I moved here. The first day after I moved here, I called the person who introduced me to my te temple. He's in Las Vegas. Then I called him and I said, thank you so much. I am here because of you, because he introduced me to my temple. Otherwise, otherwise I don't know where I am, because um, I'm always telling you, because I know mo most of you know my story, and many times I shared with you about my experience, my life story, and uh, most, most um, monks, they don't have good teachers, most left. So I always telling people with me, I think almost 60, 70 monks studied, now less than four. All left. They have kids, they're married, they have wives. <laughs> they're having a family life. But uh, I am still here. Uh, it is, uh, uh, people are asking, what do you think about uh, being a monk? Is it easy, is it hard? It is easy and also it is hard, both. Because so much, to uh, do, it is a big commitment, many disturbances, um, we have to face that everything. Then I remember, uh, uh, there is one big lesson I learned uh, during my study time, I think I told you many, many times, <clears throat> what is that? It is a big lesson for me. Maybe uh, in your life, uh, you remember many times you failed. When you fail, what, what do you do? Do you give up? What do you do when you fail? 
Yes, try again, definitely until successful. What do you say? Yes. Anything? Yes, you learn. So, what I learned, this was a really big lesson for my life. Um, during my studies, I was, I was a good student. I did my studies really well. But I remember 2006, I had a big exam. So in Sri Lanka, we love cricket. Uh, so we love to play cricket. So what I did during the exam time, with little monks, not little monks, so the, we were, I was a teenager, with all my friends, I went to a different place in my temple. We are not allowed to play, but I didn't study, I was playing. I played cricket instead of studying, okay? Then same time, I, I tried to study, then I finished my exam. After almost two months, I get the result. The teachers came to me as Asaji. What happened to you? I was, I failed exam completely, all F. <laughs> I was like, wow. Then, uh, <laughs> then uh, that day I made a decision. What I thought, this is a turning point in my life. In the future, no matter what, what's going to happen, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to do my best, my practice, my studies, everything. Then, um, then afterward, I did many exams. I did really well. And even though I'm still studying here, I'm doing my best. And uh, also, I remember you know, the first time after I moved here, uh, Bhante Sujata, I'm really grateful for him. Uh, uh, he told me to go to a different place to do a talk in English. First, uh, I think it was my second or third talk for a huge group. I was like, Bhante, I can do that. <laughs> he said, no, you should go. The, uh, then I said, okay, I'll try. Then he pushed me so hard. I did it. So um, then um, I th those situations, I'm always thinking, these experiences are turning point in my life. So uh, what I want to tell you, Maybe you have experienced same like me. Whenever you fail, think this is a turning point in my life. Then you are not going to give up. You are going to keep continue your practice or your whatever you do in your life. <clears throat> then um, when I think about those everything, there are many teachers, and I'm also always grateful for two teachers, especially also my teacher who ordained me. Uh, it is uh, his birthday today, so. Um, then um, there are two teachers, they are in different locations, uh, one teacher in Pittsburgh, other one in Australia. And they both always push me, push us so hard to learn English. Every Sundays and Saturdays, one hour we had to study. So we can skip the class. And we had, a, I remember, we had a, a very cute little grammar book. It has a beautiful um, short stories and translations. Uh, in order to do other things, we had to finish the ex exercise homeworks. So that's how they uh, uh, train us and teach us. And there are many people I'm grateful for. And also Bhante Bhatti, he was my teacher. He taught me almost two years Pali. And um, so I want to say thank you for him too. And uh, so through my this all the uh, ideas, what I want to tell you, maybe in your life there are one person who support you. Maybe whenever you do a practice, you can take a moment and think about them. Maybe don't even uh, um, think I'm going to do it tomorrow or next month. Maybe today after you go home, you can maybe email someone, I'm, thank you so much. Maybe you can text, maybe you can make a call, maybe you can send a voice message. There are many ways with the technology. Okay, then you can be grateful for them. And that is, uh, that is Buddha's first teaching. So in this week, please think about gratitude, gratefulness. It is very important. Most people don't have that quality. So therefore, always keep remind you to think about it, practice and apply to your life, support others. So uh, this is my short uh, message. 
and I have many, many stories to tell, but I don't have time. But if you have any questions, you can ask, or any comments. We have almost four minutes. <clears throat> uh, I was 10 years old. I went to temple when I was nine, then I became a when I was 10. Yes, I think with me around six to seven months studied, now I think four. Well, how old were they when they started? Most seven, eight, nine. Yeah, very young age. Even though sometimes people are asking, your parents are pushing you to go? No, it is our, our, my choice to be a monk. So, but in order to become a monk, I have to have permission from my parents, otherwise I can't. So I had to ask my brother, my sister and my parents. They were fine, then I went to temple. <laughs> any questions or anything? Are there any like traditions or any uh, practices that you do on this day to celebrate? Uh, exactly not. Uh, but sometimes uh, we come to here and practice something and sometimes we do short chanting and offering something to Buddha, like uh, incense or flowers. Yeah, not like a big celebrations. <laughs> Yes. Bhante, I just you said think of somebody you're grateful for. I am very, very grateful for you. Thank you the so last much. Several years that I've come to know you, you have just saved me. Thank you, thank you, oh, Judy. You are sweet. <laughs> and they're cooking downstairs, so I know they're celebrating something. <laughs> Maybe they are celebrating secretly. <laughs> any any questions? Any things? Okay, sounds like no more questions and thank you so much for coming. Uh, so any announcement? Tyler? We're going to have uh, three quick things. I'm going to talk for a minute, and then Aaron is going to talk and introduce a uh, guest speaker we have, and then Tessa is going to do announcements, so uh, bear with us. Uh, was uh, just want to uh, take a moment and acknowledge what's happened in our state, in our community. Some of us have been directly affected by what happened in Highland Park last week, and uh, so you know, this is one of those things where we wrestle with what, how do we acknowledge it? What do we do? How do we be in service? Um, and, uh, you know, I think for many of us, we all probably feel it's Highland Park is an example of, of maybe uh, uh, turmoil that we almost see sort of everywhere. Last night in Sri Lanka, the president's home was overtaken and uh, he was, he's stepped down from office, so their country's in turmoil. They're in the worst economic situation in 50 years, gas lines for a week. A um, lot, of, lot of struggle and sorrow there. Uh, just, you know, here we see a lot of, it seems like a lot of discord and a lot of struggle and a lot of sorrow. And Rebecca and I were talking about um, what it must be like to, to navigate these, all these feelings if we didn't have a spiritual practice, if we didn't have sort of a, a center point to come, come back on. And one of the things that, that we were reflecting on is in the early days of the pandemic, the way that we um, made decisions around to close the temple, to keep it open, how are we gonna do fundraisers or not, how do we honor differing opinions, right? All the stuff that all of us in our own families have navigated, how did we navigate that here? And we were reflecting on uh, the fact that one of our the practices that helped us the most to make a lot of those decisions was understanding that feelings are such are very very good information and really bad decision makers. And so one of the practices that we um, instituted in in a, a program that we've run here and that that some of us use pretty regularly is is something we call like third third person observation. And so an example of that would be. I would check in with myself, but at, at look at myself in third person. So I would say, Tyler is feeling. Um, and so. Good. I'll keep talking about. I would say something like, 
Tyler is feeling sad. Tyler is feeling scared. Tyler is feeling tired. And I'm saying my name to identify that those feelings are in me, but they, they don't actually have to be me. They can be separate from me. And, and what we do in this, in this program is we, uh, we will record those feelings and check in on our feelings multiple times a day. And so maybe every two hours, for, as an example, where you, you, you check in on yourself and say, Tyler is feeling, you know, Mary is feeling, uh, Bonte is feeling, and then identify three or four of those feelings. And what you quickly identify is that feelings are very, very temporary. And so I know for myself, I can have feelings of despair and fear and um, exhaustion. And then two hours later, I feel amazing. I feel grateful. I feel alive. Um, and then two hours later, I feel a little off again. And when you do that for a period of time, you quickly start to recognize, oh, feelings, feelings come and go. And then, and then when you're in that observer mode, we can look for, well, where's the middle between those two swings? If I'm really good and then I'm really struggling, maybe the middle of those two places is the best place to make decisions from. And so uh, as we all consider the level of fear we're in, as we all consider the level of uh, stuff that we're navigating with our friends and family and our communities and what's happening in our country and around the world, a really interesting practice is to figure out how to, how to respond from the middle, from, from that more centered place inside of all of us. And so we're really fortunate that we have a place dedicated to helping us find our center. And, and so I'm just grateful we're all here and we have this to rely upon so that we don't have to walk out into a world filled with fear that may or may not be real because feelings are just information, right? And, and then when we get in that centered place, we can make such more noble um, decisions for ourselves that then ripple out into our community, into our families, into our world. And when we come from that centered place, uh, the world becomes much more stable and a little bit more um, understandable. So we just invite all of us during this, these difficult times to lean into that practice and our practice of finding the middle path, watching our feelings, and making decisions uh, not in the extremes of emotion or life. So grateful for all of you and we'll just keep uh, everyone who's uh, all of us who are struggling just keep us all in our hearts um, and find our place in the room to figure out what work we can do to be uh, you know li living uh, a living body of service to humanity so let's just keep trying to do that thanks guys <laughs>